Sex Communication, a podcast that explores how we communicate during sex and about sex, with explicit recordings and uninhibited conversation. My name is Brianne McGuire, founder of Graphic Paint and host of this uncensored adventure. Join me each week as I share crowdsourced audio files and interview a wide range of people about their private activities. The mission of this series is to change attitudes towards sex simply by changing the way it's communicated, one episode at a time. Sexy, sexy, sex stuff. Sex. Hello and welcome to episode 10. This is another quickie installment of How I Got Off. This is for February 22nd to March 1st. Uh, And before I get into it, I just want to throw that question out there again. Are these interesting to you? Um, These little mini episodes specifically. Um, I've asked before, you know, for feedback. uh, And I just want to reiterate, I do... I do look at all the feedback. I read every uh, reply and comment and message. So if you have thoughts about these episodes or other episodes or just in general or you have questions, um, reach out. I will read it. I will reply. Um, You know, depending on what I hear from you, I may very well do something in response. So yeah, reach out. Um, I really would love to hear, you know, what your reactions are, what your hoping to hear if there's anything you feel is lacking. Um, and if you want to shower me with compliments and praise, I would love to get all of that. Uh, and feel free to rate me on iTunes. Um, yeah, this game of the podcast, (laughs) the algorithms and the popularity and the whatnot. Um, yeah, help me out. (laughs) Anyway. Um, okay. So it was getting started. The 22nd was a Saturday. And that Saturday started off very early with um, the third Skype exchange with the Brit. Um, This would be the second time that we introduced video into it. So again, he could see me. I can't see him. He does this thing where um, I think he has like a piece of paper taped over his his camera. Um, So it's either like white or dark or sometimes like this weird green if it's from the light. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, So this time, uh, you know, we've been adjusting and adding things with each session as we kind of learn more about each other. So um, the plan for this instance was that we were going to introduce pain. Um, So we did. And I was instructed to collect a whole assortment of instruments of torture. (laughs) Um, I mean, nothing, you know. Nothing official, like, you know, really repurposing household and personal objects. So um, I had very little. As requested, he wanted me to uh, collect clothespins. So I did have, I had exactly two clothespins. I couldn't find any more in my house. Um, And I had a big leather belt, which you see a picture of that belt around my neck on the Instagram feed for sex communication, at sex communication on Instagram, if you're interested in following. And um, so I had that. but in this instance, I wasn't, I wasn't instructed to use the belt for choking, but more as a whip of sorts, especially with like the big brass buckle part of it. Uh, I did wind up with a nice, probably six to seven inch long bruise on the inside of my right thigh. Um, yeah, so some lessons were learned in this exchange. Uh, number one being, well, I mean, it's kind of goes back to the very first session we did where, you know, He was attempting to dom me in a very standard way and, you know, telling me to call him sir and hit myself in the face. Uh, I don't know if you've ever tried to hit yourself in the face, but it's kind of difficult to hit yourself in the face. 
Anyway, um, so it was one of those things. It's like, well, hitting myself with the belt, you know, I think you're just instinctually gun shy. Like you're not going to hit yourself anywhere near as hard as you would be hitting someone else or like even an inanimate object. Like you're just able to generate so much force when it's not you because you know that the impact is coming. And I think, you know, you kind of like hedge the force, but anyway, at least that's how it felt for me. So again, it was one of those things where I found it really difficult to like really, uh, I don't know. It, it just felt like I, I was aware that I, my sense of what my tolerance for pain would be, it seemed much less being the inflictor of the pain than it would be if somebody else was doing it. You know, I have had sex where, you know, like when I had hair, when my hair was like really pulled, when I've been, you know, I have been hit with belts and kind of uh, spanked and scratched and choked and all sorts of things, all on a consensual basis, just to make that clear. Um, Yeah, and you know, in those instances, like I I have a high threshold for pain, but here I am trying to do it to myself and it's like, eh. Um, so yeah, so the belt thing was an experiment. Another thing with the clothespins, um, you know, at first it, I was being told to put them, you know, like on my labia and on my arm and I think on my, I don't know, I'm trying to think of where else. But anyway, they wound up on my nipples, which, holy fuck, that was so much worse than I anticipated. Um, I mean, I really... Uh, breast play is like a big thing for me, nipples especially, and they're really sensitive. So I don't know if it's because they are so sensitive that it was so intense pain-wise for me, but it was not intense pain-wise in a way that I felt enjoyable. It was like really, really deep, dark, burning, like feel it in the pit of my stomach kind of pain. And I did not enjoy it. Um, Not a quitter though, so I did did hang in there and fucking like powered through it. But yeah, I don't want to do that again. Um, yeah, I don't know what it is. There's something about like my belly button and my nipples. They're not only like physically sensitive, but I have like a really intense psychological sensitivity to them. So I don't know if that played into it anyway. So that was Saturday. Um, later that day, not much else happened. I, I didn't, I haven't had physical sex as far as intercourse goes for the, uh, that past week. So I had that cyber sex. I had an interview that got me a little hot and bothered, but there was no contact or, uh, any kind of sex that resulted from it. But I did get contacted by a lady Dom on Sunday. So that was exciting. So that had me a little mentally hot and bothered all week. We have not yet met in person. We're supposed to meet for coffee tomorrow, actually. Um, so yeah, so that brings us to Wednesday. Uh, a photographer had reached out to me who um, has been shooting black and white nudes of women in their homes for the last 11 years. And occasionally these women are masturbating in the pictures. So um, I knew that going in. Also, it was weird. This person had reached out to me with two different profiles. Um, This again is on FetLife. So, you know, it's this like sex space. So he reaches out with his photographer profile and then reaches out with his profile advertising his his big dick, um, which was big as advertised. And, you know, it wasn't gigantic, but um, anyway, I didn't see it at full mast. So in person, so I can't tell if the pictures were, you know, 100% accurate, but I assume they were. 
anyway, getting off topic. So he was coming over. We had spoken on the phone. So like, you know, the possibility of, of sleeping together uh, had been discussed. Um, nothing was planned. Like I'm not the kind of person to plan to sleep with somebody, especially if I have not met you in real life. Um, yeah, so he came over. Uh, he took pictures. We wound up the last place in my apartment he was taking pictures was in my bedroom. So kudos to him for thinking that out. Um, yeah. And he asked me if I wanted to masturbate for him while I took pictures. I was really on the fence about it. I mean, like literally very much exactly in the middle between yes or no, like I kind of could have gone either way. So I asked him to make a case for, uh, case for it, which he kind of did. I don't think he did. I don't know. I think it was more, I was probably like all worked up with the lady dom thing and this interview that I had after the exchange with the Brit, um, you know, like my period was coming. So like my breasts were huge and like my hormones were all surging anyway. So I did masturbate in front of him. Um, and the thing worth noting for that was that he did touch my breasts at one point without asking. And this was before I, I was masturbating. And to me that felt like, like, yes, I understand the context of you being here. You know, it's the photos, but also, you know, the possibility of if we like each other, then we'd sleep with each other. So I don't know. This is all to say, I probably would have slept with him if he had not done that. If he had asked me and then touched me, probably would have slept with him. But the fact that he didn't was like, part of my brain just fucking shut off to this guy. Anyway, so I'm jerking off and he touched me again, but I had made the comment about like, you know, and here you are touching somebody you didn't even ask. Um, so he's like, well, I'll stop. And then I asked him to start again, because here I was finding myself in a very uh, unique position when I have not been in before where um, the guy, this is a stranger essentially, is there and fully clothed. Well, I mean, his dick was out at that point because I had asked him to pull it out to kind of like even the power dynamic, right? Because here I am, I'm totally naked, you're totally clothed. It just, you know, it's one of those things. Anyway, so he did touch me again, and it was very much in line with the fantasies I'm normally carrying out in my mind when I'm I'm jerking off alone. It's like, here I am, you know, using a dildo, and hey, wouldn't it be great if there was somebody there that was like touching my breast while I'm doing this? And then here, that was happening, and it was like... Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go with this. So yeah, I came really fast. But like I said, my mind had kind of shut off to him. So I had zero interest in, you know, touching him, reciprocating in any way, or having sex with him. And, you know, so we thanked each other for our time and, and you know, the experience of, of him coming over and taking pictures, etc. And, you know, said goodbye and went on our merry way. Later that night, I did jerk off again, thinking about it. Um, but you know, I did have kind of conflicted feelings the whole day thinking about it and it didn't make me all that comfortable, but, um, yeah, it was really filthy. <laughs> it was really filthy. Uh, I don't know. It was, um, it was a weird moment, you know, to have with a total stranger there in your room. Yeah. And, and it wasn't just that. It was like to have like these kind of feelings of eh, about you as a person and then still willing to kind of push it aside just for the sake of physical pleasure. I don't know. It felt really, really cheap. 
Um, it wasn't fantastic, but like I said, it was kind of like acting out this this fantasy. So there was that uh, ups and downs. So yeah, so that was Wednesday. Thursday, I got my period. That was fun. Um, and then Friday night, nothing had really happened during the day. Um, but I found myself chatting on this app, Kick. People on FetLife are all about Kick. I don't know if anybody else uses it. I had never heard of it before I was on FetLife. Um, and I'm not really using it except with this person and one other person that, that doesn't seem to be able to like read the room of, dude, you're like really pushy. And if I'm not responding to you, just fucking let it go. Um, anyway, so he had reached out because he had, uh, he wanted to give me feedback about the podcast and that was really nice. And we were talking about that and, you know, just talking about different interests that we had and, uh, kinks and exploring things and, you know, a nice kind of exploratory conversation. Um, so yeah, it got a little more sexual on kick. We shared some pictures with each other. Um, and we weren't exactly, I mean, it wasn't, excuse me, it wasn't like the cyber chatting that I was doing with the cuckold in, um, in Canada where like, you know, we're text role playing this exchange and, you know, like kind of like texting, phone sex, essentially, you know, like in that same way. So we weren't exactly doing that, but, um, like we were getting a little bit more explicit in kind of sharing fantasies and it was also into the cuckolding thing. So we were almost describing the kind of same scenario that I had been describing with the Canadian guy. Um, but anyway, eventually he did share with me cause he asked me to share like a right now picture. And right now for me happened to be like, I'm sitting on the couch in pajamas with like some acne mask on my face. Cause I have my period and my face is freaking out. Um, so I shared that with him <laughs> I'm like, Hey, period mask, you know, so sexy. And, uh, you know, and I was like, you know, I'm all about the honesty. You asked me for a right now picture, like this is how I look right now. So there you go. And I don't know if it was just like calling that out specifically that kind of inspired him to then be a little bit more upfront with me. And he's like, Hey, actually, you know, just so you know, I'm married. And I was like, are you fucking kidding? Like, it's one thing with the Brit, he's married, right? But his wife knows about this. His wife reads his messages. His wife is there sometimes. Sometimes I hear her in the background, like coming into the room when we're talking you know, he's not hiding it from her. And so it's okay with me because she's okay with it. But this guy, so I asked, well, okay, does your wife know about it? If she knew about it and she was fine, like, fine, I'll I'll keep, you know, talking to you, whatever, wherever this goes. Um, but she doesn't know about it. So that's a hard boundary for me. And I said as much. Um, so now we're just going back to talking as friends, but yeah, I mean, I did get a little worked up just during the exchange. It was, fun chatting with him and it didn't come to anything, but it did put me, uh, in a well-primed position to play with the Brit again, which I did Saturday morning, but that's falling into the realm of next week. So you'll have to tune in again next Saturday. I will probably publish it. I'm trying to still kind of working out the, the production schedule. So yeah, so regular episodes actually come out Thursday night on my site Occasionally, I think they update fast on Spotify or iTunes, but generally they will always be available everywhere on Friday. And then, um, then yeah, Saturday night on my site, you can find the quickie episodes of how I got off 
and then everywhere else on Sunday. And yeah, um, I'm at the 15 minute mark for this share. So I'm going to close it here. I was going to play, um, some audio of me getting off from, from the day I recorded episode eight. Uh, yeah, I might as well, I'm just going to make it a full size episode. I'm going to hold it for next week. Cause I, I'm anticipating that this coming week is going to be perhaps a little light on the sex side. So this will give you something to look forward to. Anyway, again, if you have feedback, please share it. I, you know, I really do want to hear how people are receiving this. Um, and just generally what your thoughts are. It doesn't have to be like, you know, necessarily positive or negative, but just, you know, (laughs) is there anything you want to hear? Is there anything you think is lacking or you wish I went into in more detail or less detail? I I really, and you know, I want to know, and I'd like this to be a real exchange. So, um, yeah, thank you for listening um, and following along if you are, and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sex Communication. Did you like it? I hope so. If you did, please subscribe. If you'd like to know more about this episode or how you can be a part of the podcast, visit graphicpaint.com slash sexpodcast for details. You'll also find additional episodes, background on this project, contact information, and tips for submitting your own audio files. I'm looking for more people to interview, homemade recordings of sexual activity, and audio production assistance. If any of this interests you, please reach out. It's my goal with this podcast to bring some filth to your ears, change the conversations around sex, change some perspectives, and maybe even change the world. I hope you'll join me. Sex.